not have fucking stupid contraceptives, okay? Because I missed out on an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Yeah, you could have been <laughs> spit-roasted by two beautiful men. <laughs> My whole face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. But it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuckboy, and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, you've got the breakfast in 12 or then there's no... But sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh, my God. You're... <laughs> okay, but... Seriously? <laughs> Amateur porn, you piece of shit. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to episode, welcome. what, 10, 11? 11. Uh, this is 11. Holy shit. 11 right? Episodes. Took, us of them? Ele- took us 11 episodes to get her here. Yeah, I was going to say, how many of them have you listened to, Sky? Um, <laughs> I mean, I could have listened to a few more. but <laughs> so, so zero? No, I've listened to like four. Have you? Yeah. How's there you go. I didn't, you? I didn't know I that. I was a better friend at the start. Now it's kind of dwindled off. Wow. <laughs> and how many of them have you turned up to? This will be my second, but yeah. none of them that I've turned up to have been released. So. <laughs> it's 100% fail, right? <laughs> All right, so we've got Skyzy here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a chat about why it sucks to be a woman. Yes. And lots of reasons. Pretty shit. <laughs> Just I mean, some of the time. <laughs> in fairness, we can have like six different kinds of orgasms so i can understand like you know we, we have our wins Was this talked about in one of the other podcasts that i was no but <laughs> but i know it because alex used to try and convince me about anal because i could have an orgasm up there he's right <laughs> <laughs> you always come with useless facts and i don't know how to i'm sh- never gonna need to know that piece of information <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we can have six different kinds of orgasms Oh, that I would I like. See, that is a wonderful piece of information. Yeah, but Just like not how, the anal one. How do you differentiate them? This is a whole other podcast. Oh thing in shit! Itself. Yeah, <laughs> this is a whole. Nother Moving podcast. on, we're going about why women suck. Yes, so today. we brought Sky here today because <laughs> she has endometriosis. Well, so a few doctors have said. Yeah, and I have both polycystic ovarian syndrome and polycystic ovaries. Yeah. And you're just here for fun, really. Yeah, and I'm just here because I... She can have six different times of orgasms, <laughs> apparently. No, and I, I have an IUD and I've just got problems with the way that we do some of the things that comes with being a female. Contraceptive. And contraceptive and stuff like that. But what I want to know, because I genuinely have no idea, what is all of this? What is endometriosis? Uh, Explain well, it to me. Endometriosis is when like the lining or parts of your uterus... So obviously when you have a normal period, the lining of your uterus grows throughout the month and then it sheds. That's what your period is roughly, I guess. So endometriosis is when that lining grows on other parts of your reproductive system, sorry, or other like organs that are close. Like it can go out of your reproductive system and cause really like irregular periods or like for me it doesn't cause uh, like – uh irregular periods it just causes really painful hectic periods and can then like depending on the severity um lead to like infertility or like so can you have like menstrual blood what other organs are we talking about well just other parts it's mainly other parts of your reproductive system wow but it can yeah so but it's really hard uh for you to actually get a diagnosis on endometriosis because it's hard to find like because obviously if you get an internal um ultrasound yeah um that is like where your normal 
parts grow. Like that's the main part of where they see – sorry, the normal lining grows. Um, yeah. So it's really hard if it's on other like outer parts of your reproductive system for them to find it and actually give you a proper diagnosis. That blows my mind. So you can have menstrual fluid turn yeah. up around other Not organs. Not so much fluid but just the tissue and the lining. Yeah. That like sounds horrible. Yeah. So then when, when they – get their periods yeah. people with endo it can shed from all of those organs it's, so it's like yeah. instead of just your uterus feeling that pain yeah it is your whole like whatever it's organs like i get are. lower back pain i get inner thigh pain it yeah. just makes me feel sick in general like having like i have to take um codeine for the first three days of my period every, every single month because i mean i could have spent a lot more money than I have like looking into it and like mm-hmm. getting the keyhole surgery that they recommend after they can't find it in ultrasounds to deal with it but it's kind of fucking scary as well and like can can this keyhole surgery fix the problem like is it the same pain it's every not, month it's not guaranteed mine's different as sometimes I don't have really bad pains and I can just kind of the first day is a bit shit and I like feel probably generally how most girls do on their first day of their period yeah but I've had like six months in a row of every single month just completely chronic like pain and I've almost lost jobs because of it because sometimes like um employers just they're like oh she's just got a period like she's they don't get it like that yeah it's and actually, it's completely underrated yeah it's actually something that affects your life so much yeah and yeah it's insane that it's not talked about as much as it should be so, or recognized I guess by employers or doctors or like just general people yeah yeah so how did you go about like getting diagnosed how did they find it well that's the thing like it's I've had every single doctor tell me like so I I started going on the pill when I was like 16 for 15 or 16 for period period pain so like oh you the pill will get rid of your bad period pains and it never did yeah I think um I like just and then I obviously became sexually active and then just stayed on the pill for that reason um not for my period pains that it didn't end up like helping with anyway yeah um and then I think when I was like 21 I had been off the pill for a little while um I was living with my ex-boyfriend in Sydney and I was put back on the pill um for having like I think the pains must have just started getting really bad again once I hit that age yeah and um had like multiple doctors tell me like you've got endometriosis like you need to go back on the pill or was put back on the pill and then I still had pain sorry after being put back on the pill so that's when doctors started being like okay well you shouldn't have pains yeah you must have endometriosis and then I started having to get like internal ultrasounds Mm -hmm. like I had probably three or four of them when I was in Sydney yep and And they cost like 150 bucks yeah yeah it's not like covered on medicare anything like that so and um each time would come back clear and then um just have doctors say like you need to try again like on a different time or whatever or you need to just have the book the keyhole surgery or whatever what's the keyhole surgery do to so basically find it or try and look for it in parts that it's not going to show up on the ultrasound yeah and then they um I could be wrong they either like surgically remove it or like burn parts of it away yeah in the keyhole surgery um to then test to see if it is there I guess yep but I've even had like doctors tell me like oh like just have children and like get it out of the way now while you're younger and then get like parts of your 
reproductive system removed so that you don't have to go through the pain like just have kids and get it over with and get parts removed yeah and you know put a floor in your entire life because yeah, it's just kind of now or never the period pain that you have yeah. there was a lady I used to work with like at the start of this year and like I think I had a day off because of my period or something and like I came back the next day and sh- she kind of was like asked me about it because they must have heard it was because of my period and I was like yeah like I've been told I have endometriosis and she was like oh my god I fully get it she had she's had it all like never had kids just had everything like a full hysterectomy yeah um because hers was so just like debilitating like life controlling and just yeah she just was like all right I'm not gonna have kids I'll just get it out and had to have everything completely removed just because of this thing that was controlling her life every month well like Emily and I have spoken about this before um, and explain your problems with me because <laughs> because the child conversations come up a lot and with you it's more of like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, so well basically my take on it is when you were having the ultrasounds done they would have been looking for PCOS and that was why they went endo because basically it's an either or at that point. Yeah. So they can't find the endo. So if they don't find the PCOS, they're like, well, it must be that. And that's how shit it is. Like, But it's just crazy to me that even if they can't see something in the ultrasound or they can't like pinpoint it exactly what it is, they're still just going to call it that. And I've had so many different doctors just be like, oh, you've got endo without even but then looking you, at an ultrasound. You, yeah, yeah. you internally as well, you're like, well, I think I have it, but I don't actually well, know, so I don't me. know like, if I want to complain about it. I, yeah. But yeah, I'm like, and my mum, like my mum had me when she was really young and I've had doctors say like people that have children, it can help like have children younger it can help their endo when they're a lot older like my mum has never thought that she's had it because all my aunties my nan have always had just really horrible periods so it's just kind of runs in the family they yeah. she thinks and my mum's like yeah I just think that's what you have like just it's just a hereditary thing we have pretty shitty periods and we've all got to deal with it but my mum and all my aunties had kids really young so maybe yeah. they haven't had to cop what I have by that, not having children at such yeah. a young age and they haven't really needed to like research it further I guess or complain about it to doctors as much of I, as much as I have in my <laughs> yeah, young age yeah. yeah well what's what's the difference between PCOS and endo do you want me to just explain to you what PCOS yeah. is okay yeah. so well there's so there's two types there's PCOS which is polycystic ovarian syndrome mm-hmm. and there's just polycystic ovaries yeah. so essentially polycystic ovaries are just cysts on your ovaries mm-hmm. still not fun um but cysts on your ovaries that are found through what's called a transvaginal ultrasound, so that internal. It's basically like they stick a skinny dildo up your. It's with the condom I've been and everything. With the condom it's really and everything, fun. like yeah. they do I've, the whole kit, and they're yeah. like, "Do you want to put it in yourself?" And I'm like, "Really? Just, what? I've just shove it inside <laughs> me, mate. Just get it in there <laughs> and cough." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they do that. Um, that's how they diagnose the polycystic ovaries, which is a lot of the time what girls would get diagnosed with um my mum also has the same stuff as me and we were diagnosed pretty close together so I went one step further and like Sky said like she could have spent more money to get the keyhole surgery and all that kind of stuff I went one step further and I got all the hormone tests yeah so polycystic ovarian syndrome is a hormone imbalance which is basically what causes it all so you've got three reproductive hormones yep estrogen testosterone and progesterone I don't have any of the third one. Like I yeah. have none of it. So my testosterone is quite high. I have none of the pro- 
progesterone. I don't know how, even how you say it, but my estrogen's kind of okay. So yeah, progesterone. Progesterone. So then what it. happens, obviously, when we're talking about having children and stuff, if you don't have all three? So I was, when they found out that I didn't have any, I was put on a manufactured pill, like, um, well, same sort of, so as far as contraceptives are concerned, like journey-wise, same sort of thing as Sky. I was put on the pill really young for uh, acne mm-hmm. and it masked all these issues for a very long time, went off the pill, they put me on a different pill, like exactly the same thing, and then yep. all of a sudden I didn't. So then I was put on, because the pill and a lot of contraceptives are like slow-release hormones it's yeah that's how how it works it's a mm-hmm. hormone regulator does polycystic ovaries cause pain though like yeah endometriosis does? yeah so it's different though in the sense that my pain would be caused by a cyst rupturing yeah yeah so but does that happen when you're like whilst it's more common to have that happen while you have your period or i'm not just sure. at any time at any time but pain. my period pain is because of the, of the hormone. No, it's oh, because of the, the hormones. Hormone. Okay. So, well, as this is my understanding. Again, we're not doctors and I don't even know if doctors understand this. But yeah. my I was put on a – I'd have to take a tablet every day, which was basically top a top-up of my progesterone, mm-hmm. well, the whole thing. Um, because you didn't have any. Because I didn't have any. And so I was put on that hormone, told to go pretty much meat and veg only on my diet. Yep. Get myself down to 55 kilos, which I am. If you've seen the booty on her, you'll understand why that's (laughs) a bit of a. I am a curvy gal. But I don't get it though. So why, what what does weight have to do? So it's because, it's because the, it's all about inflammation. So the hormone that I'm missing is a hormone. Again, I'm just, I ain't no doctor. I'm just. This is what you're Regurgitating what I've been told. Over the years, yeah. But. The hormone I'm missing is the one that helps deal with inflammation. Mm-hmm. So I am strictly gluten-free. I'm not supposed to eat rice, starch, milk, like anything that is an inflammatory an inflammatory, yeah. yeah, product. So that's kind of where the weight comes in because if you are at optimum weight, there is less inflammation. Your body processes things better. And then I also have an insulin resistance as well as a result of the hormones. So then sugars and stuff and we're here eating chocolate. Like I clearly <laughs> do not. Um, and drinking loads of wine <laughs> yeah. and yeah. enjoying like, being a female. I But that's the, that's the thing. Like why should I have to take every luxury out of my life yep. because of this condition? And like I know that female reproductive conditions are not the only ones that cause that Mm -hmm. but why is it just because I'm a chick and my body's like fuck you that I should have to not enjoy so much stuff because they haven't put the like doctors haven't put the time or the effort into finding another way to manage it yeah like that's there is no like endo you can have the surgery and they get rid of it but it can come back yeah the same like polycystic ovaries my ovaries can like if I get a really big cyst they can remove it i have lots and lots of little ones so i'm okay but like if i have a really big cyst they remove it but it'll come back and then the hormone imbalance i can pump hormones into my body but then all of a sudden i'm manic depressant because i'm like all of these artificial hormones are in my body it's not your body's natural way of because my body's like processing this is weird this is not okay because it's so used to being depleted well talk me through so we talk a lot about you having kids and your 
ticking time bombness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is that? Is that the cysts do way too much damage to the ovaries and there will come a time when you can't support well, children anymore? Let, it's like if you had like a sickness of some kind or whatever, if you let it go on for long enough, it's going to cause more damage. Yeah. So I feel like is that the reason why? Like because yeah. if you leave things for longer, it's it starts it's going to start to damage like deteriorating. other parts yeah. of your product, reproductive no, system. No, yes and no. So basically what – again, what I've been told, it's more about my eggs. So – I have one of my ovaries has little to no eggs in it at the moment because of the amount of cysts on it. But the worse it gets and the longer we leave it, the less fertile eggs I will have. Yeah. Um, and then my mum, somehow we've managed to all have mums that have had babies very young. Yeah. But my <laughs> mum also had me very young and she had all four of her kids by 26. I've been told if I'm not in a committed relationship thinking about kids by 25 to freeze my eggs. Yeah. So we don't have an accurate representation. Like we're going off the fact that my mum had her fourth child at 26. So is that yeah. why you're back on Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, have she, has she ever been off Tinder? Yes. I go, I'm on Tinder. I actually had this. No, con- she is. She just got back on. I had, I, I had this oh, so it's a cycle. Yeah. I'm on it for like a week and then I get bored of it and then I delete it for like three months and then I put it back on. But I was told the other day that women suck because they do this because <laughs> your your profile's still active. So then the yeah. guys think that we're all still on there, but none of us are actually. So on. do you just turn off Tinder once you find like one decent one that you want to toy with for a while? No, and then it's you'll just turn it off? That's what I did. Well, yeah, there's that. But <laughs> Here you are in a relationship. It's usually... It's a relationship <laughs> It's usually a matter of, like, I just want, like, validation for, like, 15 minutes before bed and, like, not any other time of the it's day. It's so good for that, though. Yeah. All I want is you to be, like, I want to be able to reply to a message, like, just before I go to bed and then I have, like, no more other validation. But back to the kids thing. Yeah. Basically, yeah, I was told to think about that now um and freeze my eggs because i will have less and less viable eggs as as the older i get and then my mum just turned 40 and she had a cyst in her uterus and she had to have a full hysterectomy so that's the other thing is we don't know when and if that is also going to happen like it's a lot of guessing game yeah see it is a little frustrating that to the best of my knowledge nothing or little to nothing is being done about fixing or isolating the problem or figuring yeah. out what it is that they can do about it. You think about, and I, what were the stats? Five to 10% of women yeah. have this issue. Or we, one of the two, yeah. Yeah, we're talking like 3.5 billion people on this earth are women and we're talking five to 10% of that. That's a decent number. It's a lot of people, hey. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that can't have kids. It's a lot of people that struggle through periods and day-to-day life and you go, well, where I is... I mean, we're pretty lucky as well. Like, imagine the people that don't have access to like medical facilities or yeah. as many doctors yeah. or can afford to go through and like it's expensive for us yeah. and yeah. we have a great healthcare system like in this country think about america yeah well, but not just america think about the all the women and children in like central africa like yeah. this isn't just a western problem mm-hmm. So there's, there's women and children out there who are just having debilitating pain for no apparent reason with no pills to mask it, no giant dildos to tell them that they've got it. Like yeah. it's just <laughs> like, oh, you're in pain? Amazing. Go have fun. And, like, and we're not putting any research into fixing it. No. Or with endo as well, um, like I'm – like as I said, mine changes all the time, but I went through a stage and it is really common with endo because – it is growing on other parts of your 
reproductive system I was having pains all through the month so yeah. not even while yeah. I was having my period I was having period like pains all through the month that's why it's like cost me jobs and stuff like that so it's not even just like a once once a month thing it's a shit people go through this shit all the time do you have regular periods yes I do so calendar yeah. endo can cause irregular yeah periods. see this is where mine's weird because polycystic ovaries is supposed to cause irregular periods to the point where you never get them. Yeah. And that was actually how I got diagnosed because mm. I didn't get my period for like eight weeks. I was showing all of the symptoms of pregnancy. So I went in for a pregnancy test because I was like, what the fuck is going on? That's how I got diagnosed. But nine times out of ten, I have the opposite problem where I will get a period for four days or for two days like It'll be barely anything. Yeah. And then two weeks later, it'll happen again. Like yeah. it happened literally last week. Last week. Yeah. I got my period again and I only had it two weeks ago. And you turned around to me and you were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was yeah. like, this is my life. This is just my body. What is yeah. a regular period? Like I don't even, there's no point having those tracking apps and shit. Like the doctor yeah. wants me to have it. See, I have the tracking apps and it works for me. It really does. But because your body does that. Though. Yeah. Mine's just like, no, nah, fuck you. You yeah. can have it today. Yeah. That's a nightmare. See, I obviously can't relate to any of this stuff, but um, and I think was we were talking about the IUD. Like everyone here has a kind of experience with an IUD or Morena. Well, we were talking about the fact. So I was on the progesterone medication, yeah, to control it, and then I was working really late night shifts, and the combination of that and night shifts made me pretty depressed. Yeah. Um. And I went to a doctor and she was like, well, at least we now now we know what you have so we can go back down the masking route. And she put me on the bar, so like the insertion in the arm. arm. Yeah. yeah. So it's a slow-release progesterone. It's not as much. Yeah. So it doesn't cause – Because the pills were like too hectic. No, the, well, the pills just – they have other hormones as well. Okay. So this one is just progesterone. So I'm not supp- – like same as like – the IUD, I'm not supposed to have that because it's too much hormones and yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. But that's what we would – it was that that we brought up because – So what is the IUD? Is the IUD hormones as well? Like, So the IUD, it's like a copper T yeah. and it goes in the uterus. Yeah. Right? And it just basically makes you completely barren. Yeah. So but is it out of is – is it the same thing? Is it like a slow-release hormone? I well, don't there's, there's, one, different there's ones. one that's – there's I can't remember what one's what, but there's the Morena and the IUD. One of them's just a copper bar that – kills everything and the other one's like a hormone slow release okay. um it's quite extreme because you can keep it up there for five years you have the iud the copper yeah. Yeah. yeah i've got the iud and the problem with mine is and i just think my body needs a flush to be honest i think i just need to get a period because so have you not had a period the whole time that you No, i haven't had a period in nearly two and a half years oh my god that's not healthy <laughs> and that's what i mean for the See. first for the first year and a half i was completely fine and then you know every other week i had ST, no UTIs. Sorry, <laughs> UTIs. <laughs> every that's the partner. Honey. Like, yeah. no, every other week I had UTIs, and they would turn into kidney infections. And then you know, now I'm a constant cycle of my pH is always out. Like it's because not pleasant, but I always are. have a different kind of smell. It might not be good, it might not be bad, yeah. but there's always something going on. And I went to so many doctors I had the uterus scans where they shove the thingy up my hoo-ha and internal, have a feel around about everything ultrasound yeah it, get, it, it got <laughs> to the point the thingy up my hoo-ha like it's to a point now where it actually hurts to have sex yeah because yeah. if you hit the wrong side of the uterus 
oh, it hurts. And I went to a dozen different doctors and they all went, My mum went through the same issue. Sorry, mum, for outing you on the podcast. But like every time she would have intercourse, it would cause her and her partner a lot of pain as well. So Yeah, well, mine's quite high up so we can't feel it. But it's just there's something going on inside of Mm. me and they can't figure out what it was and no one really cares you know yeah, they don't care they're just but like what yeah, happens to your uterus if you're not bleeding for two years is and it just a constant build-up of your tissue inside no, nothing, your uterus and it nothing, just doesn't come out but nothing like what happens is going on there that's why i get weird smells and that's why my ph is out because there is nothing flushing my system is it maybe a but very yet, gross analogy but is it like when you don't use a toilet for a long time and the water kind of evaporates and then there's like nothing in there and it just sort of like starts to smell probably but my ph <laughs> is out and i'll, I'll go from nice having like thrush it. to a yeast infection to this that and the other and there's nothing it's i can do so about unnatural. it and then that's like what i freak out about going on any kind of contraception contraception now yeah. because it's just like your body should be bleeding every month if mm-hmm. you're not having a baby your body it's doing like, it for a reason it's doing it yeah. for a reason and that's why you're obviously having these kinds of issues because it's yeah. it's not only a like a natural flush out of everything in your system, it's an emotional release as well. Yeah. So has that hap- has and, that and affected you in any way, like not having your period emotionally? But it but it has because since I've been having all these problems, I'm also like I don't really get horny, and I don't really and we were having a bit dry the, down there. Dry as a nun's vagina. See, (laughs) (laughs) Steph's a nun now, guys. (laughs) But this is, we were also having this debate because we were like, is it the IUD or is it just my partner at the time? Um, I like, I think it's the IUD because even now I don't really self-lubricate. Like I go through so much lube because I do not (laughs) self-lubricate. And it takes a See, lot I can't to get relate either. I really can't relate. I don't, yeah, I have never used I'm lube with sex. I'm good to go when I'm good to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just don't self-lubricate. It feels like I'm absolutely fucking barren inside. And it was only about a month ago that a doctor went, hey, yeah, I've heard about this before. This is a thing. You should take it out for a couple of months and put it back in. And the why? First, this is the first time anyone. Why haven't you? Um, because it's literally one of those things where my gyno is in Adelaide and I just haven't gotten around to it. And... No, and sorry, you're right. And now would be the perfect time. Now that I'm not in a wonderful, oh, I was going to say now relationship because you're not in a relationship. No, she's using condoms though. <laughs> oh, okay, that's exactly. Right. Like if if I was to sleep with someone, I'd use a condom. Versus at the time, I wasn't. And it's either I have these problems or I might accidentally get pregnant, and that is not something I could emotionally go through. Yeah, because I wouldn't be able to keep it, and then I'd have to deal with like the guilt Going through of that. getting rid of it. Yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. The whole thing's stupid just in, in terms of, like, the fact that we even have to make these decisions. Oh, bro. And my <laughs> my argument is... Oh, here we go. My fucking argument with this, again, political, whatever, here, whatever, I don't care. Here we go. It's why do we have all of these different contraceptions for women that cause all of these <laughs> fucking problems? Why pew, pew, would pew. you wear a bulletproof vest when you could just take the fucking bullets out the gun? Why is there not contraception you for men? It, babe. You said it. Thank you. But say no. They will come back and be like, but what about the one in 10 people who is irreversible? I don't know what the stats are, but they'll be like, what about the one in 6 million people that's irreversible? Therefore, we can't tie tubes and untie them. No, but see, that was Alex's argument. It's not about tying the tubes. It's about creating something that they have created for us. Yeah, that stops for them. Semen but at but the time, the problem that is that takes that takes time. We currently have the tying tubes option because that is yeah. reversible 
majority of it the is. time. And that was Alex's argument. I was like, I'm having all these problems. Can you just go get a vasectomy for a while? Just like, for a while. He's like, <laughs> no, just, because just a minute, Becky. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes it's irreversible. And I'm like, that's nice. Do you want to know how many problems I have every day? I might not be able to have kids one day because I've gone and done this so oh, I don't yeah. get pregnant now. Hello, my uterus doesn't even know if it can have kids. I'm pretty sure I would have fallen pregnant by now if I could. Well, like I'm Okay, almost, Miss 90% I'm semen. Almost <laughs> <laughs> like the pull-out method cannot work that well. I mean, Fuck. it's working for me at the moment. <laughs> my point exactly. <laughs> My point exactly. This is how your don't be your mothers, all right? This is how we <laughs> yeah. will ended up here. Hey, we where we found Hey, well my mom's that. fucking angel, right? <laughs> yeah, he had a kid at like seventeen, all right? Don't and look at me, I'm great. It turned out great. Don't make the same <laughs> mistakes, like. Um, but yeah, so like for me, on the pill, the pill ha- was a big thing for me, and that's why I'm kind of scared to put anything back in my body now. It didn't really affect me so much as it has you physically but being on the pill really affected me emotionally like in my early 20s I'm still in my early 20s but like my earlier 20s yeah it fully gave me the pill that the doctor put on while I was in Sydney and while I was going through all the whole endometriosis thing Mm -hmm. it like gave me depression I was like so emotionally unstable and just Mm -hmm. like all over the place because your hormones are all out yeah and as soon as I got off it, I comp- I felt like a completely different person. And like now that I am in a relationship and am having to think about going on some form of contraception, it's like freaking me out because I'm like, I don't even want to go through like what I went through emotionally, yeah. putting those extra hormones in my body and also like the weight gain and acne and other kind of side effects that like being on the pill or like those other uh, methods can cause I guess and all of these issues that it causes but yeah, society because thinks you don't is just know. totally okay yeah because like it might be okay for one person but then look what you're going through with mm. the um, IUD stuff and what you went through with the but you still have the bar in your arm yeah it's still in there but we fixed my problem yeah yeah when it first went in maybe about a month later like I'm my general status of libido is pretty high like <laughs> she's healthy um yeah she wants to fuck anything with a heartbeat but it's glorious there was a period where i like i was sitting on a couch between two very attractive men skype <laughs> skype one of them there on one purpose. of them was my best friend yeah i was <laughs> I just say that this period lasted like eight days yeah, because I fixed my problem because I knew what I needed to do. I to remember fix it. this. Yeah, I she was, was like, she was like, I just don't want anyone to even breathe near. Me. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, brought my beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, and friend. I was looking at the two men next and to M and fuck another me. beautiful boy that used to work with us as uh-huh. well. And M was like, this guy, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, like, I was, was like, M, they're both like right there, ready for you to go. And she was like, no. Nah, I just I felt nothing and I was so concerned because usually like I'm good All to go. I'm, Drop of a hat. You missed a glorious opportunity. Like they could have high fived and everything. <laughs> Don't would have been no, they honestly would have because they broke out that night as well. They would have been go to like good to go. That's to what together. I mean. Like Eiffel Tower <laughs> they style. Would have, yeah. They would have done it. <laughs> well, this is why we need to not have fucking stupid contraceptives, okay? Because I missed out on an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Yeah, you could have been spit roasted by two beautiful men. <laughs> well, it didn't happen, did it? And then I knew, and this is the shit thing, is I knew that the way to fix that problem was I made a phone call, well, a phone call, I made a Snapchat message to 
my regular guy who I get to come down every now and then. And I was like, look, this is the situation. You just got to fix me, man. And he did because he has been sleeping with me for a year and a half. So he knows he know what get, to do. Yeah, he, he knows know how to get you there. How See, to get me going. And, and he did. No, but that experience that night, I was still not into it. I yeah. was just I said to him, I was like, You just gotta push through it. Like you I know that I look like I'm not here. <laughs> Quick, but play I, with my boots. But I need <laughs> you to take me to the next yeah, level. I wanna be here. I need to be I, at this next station. Pretty yeah. much. The station. <laughs> Suck me off at the station. <laughs> Sneaky inside joke. If you know, you know. Translate well. yeah, you know, you know. You know, you know. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Hey, Sam. <laughs> Suck me off at the I station. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, it's, it's stupid that you have to like, you put this thing in your body. You basically have to choose between whether you want crazy periods and, and infertility or good sex. Yeah. Because like I... I didn't want anything. Or there you've got so me many opportunities. who at this point needs to buy stocks in like whatever lube company I use. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a very great return on investment, all I'm saying. Maybe you should start your own lube company. Um, I wouldn't. Let's add any, that to the list of the business. <laughs> any lube companies out there that want to sponsor the podcast. Um, Bro, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I will. Just kidding, it's not my podcast. <laughs> but also hit me up. <laughs> what you is don't it? I'll, need it. Oh, yeah. I'll, like, I'll product review right here. On you the know, podcast. On the Steph, potty. Steph will product live, review Live every, testing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, tingly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This one oh. is pH balancing and smells <gasps> like strawberries. Can I tell you a horrible story? Oh, it's, it's are you going funny. to say, are you not going to not, not tell us if we say no? Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. I want to hear it anyway. I want to lighten up the mood. So... Picture this, it's my first partner. We've, it was like my first official boyfriend. We've only been having sex for maybe like four or five months. So I'm not overly experienced. You know, missionary was my favorite kind of sex. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a bit of doggy, maybe a bit of hair pulling. You know, we got a creative sometimes. Um, Anyway, so lube down there and we're having fun. And all of a sudden it fucking burns. Like I shit you not, I am in so much pain. And I don't know what the fuck was in the lube. If it was like spider venom or something (laughs) (laughs) or like that shit that's like tingly and cooling on. What is it? California Reaper peppers? (laughs) Yeah. Or whatever the fuck it was. You know that shit that women put on their lips to make them really big? Like, yeah, it's like bees. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I know the ones you're talking about. They're injectable, but not injectable. So it seems they like put it in lube these days because all of a sudden my vagina. To plump your vagina up. I don't know, but it's swollen. Everything is so fucking swollen. And I am in so much pain. I thought I had to go to hospital. I thought I was allergic to dick at this point. I'm like, <laughs> can you I imagine? Nineteen year old Steph finds out she's 18. allergic to di- allergic to dick. Your whole life is over at that point. Um, no, just would confirm being a lesbian. Like, I'm pretty sure I'll come out one day. But for now, I'm enjoying dick. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh dear. Well, like, my, uh, one of my friends is allergic to condoms and lube. Is it the latex? Yeah. Maybe it could have been latex yeah. based. I have because well, I've had reactions to certain condoms as well and lube before, and you like I've just had to use like water based yep. lubes in the past. But it, it was just a very horrible really experience, you know. Like the sex wasn't great in the first place, and then that happened. Mm. And it just really topped off, you know. I'm, so did you not date that man? person? Yeah. After that situation, no, we were in a wonderful, toxic, committed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderfully toxic. Wonderfully toxic while like I was 18. Britney Spears level toxic. I didn't shave anything, but... <laughs> Talk about the song, you dickhead. 
Um, but yeah, no, so that was, that was just pretty intense. So if you're that lube company, stay the fuck out of my life, but anyone else like hit me up because still dries and nuns vagina, but now my vagina is normal again. I still have issue with this dries and nuns vagina term. You have issue I'm or pre- have an issue? I have, but say it's <laughs> no, a, I have issue. I have issue with it because I feel like nuns aren't allowed to have sex. So they will be wet all the time because no, they will be horny. But they wouldn't fuck. be because they've like committed themselves to God and nothing gets them but is horny. is it always by choice? Like, Probably. Is it? I don't know. I don't believe it. But People choose to become nuns. And then they choose, you know, like it's through a life. It's got to be an underground ring. But anyway, this is a whole other topic. There's got to be something else going on there. Why would you choose that? Um, because religion used to be. It still is a very big thing. Weird. What? No sex. No, just religion. Oh, yeah. Just, just this N- is none of us are really religious. I'm just going to put that. If you can't tell already. No. <laughs> <laughs> lots of sex before lots like no marriage lots of sex before <laughs> no, no marriage, marriage. <laughs> yeah. no marriage just lots Eiffel of towers sex. spit roasting you know like lots of yeah lots of disgusting things um and if Re- reaper peppers lube apparently what, <laughs> what did you say before california, california reapers <laughs> and i'm pretty sure any of our listeners are also not going to be crazy religious sorry if you are um, yes yeah, so if you're a nun and you've got a dry vagina back me the fuck up <laughs> Because I'm telling you, no, if nuns are going to be listening to your podcast, <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, I don't know if we're going to offend anyone. Because to be fair, they probably. If are you're offended, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine, but I'm just right. saying. That. <laughs> I'm glad someone's defending us. Guys, taking over the podcast now. Uh, well, this is my second. We episode had or slash first. <laughs> Who <we> knows? Have, <laughs> speaking of like offended people, we had so we've got like a few listeners that are dedicated and they're like our number one fans, which is really, really awesome. And after an episode we did the other day, she hit us up with um you can't talk about poo anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they see even just being friends with them, I've realized uh Em and Steph both talk about poo a lot like i thought i <laughs> grew up in like a poo talking household and now i've been a part of their household <laughs> at times it's, i'm just like girls but i only know i so steph here i only talk about poo a lot because it's pure jealousy because she doesn't poo a lot because i don't poo a lot <laughs> why and are we emily, talking about it again <laughs> <laughs> emily poos we, a lot and i don't we have I'm jealous. been through this that many times why this are we is talking why about your it? listeners are telling you not to talk yeah, about poo exactly. but then it brings up the topic of talking about poo again yeah. so listeners just shut up and they'll hopefully stop talking it's about a poo. vicious circle ladies all right <laughs> oh my goodness circle of poo oh, <laughs> oh stop <laughs> have okay. you wait wait what what is it human centipede <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. This is getting like R-rated now. That's really <laughs> this bad. It's getting out of um hand. Explicit, according to the potty. Explicit. Explicit. But anything else as to why being a thing? Because it's a I, pretty broad subject and then we narrowed it down to... I want to go somewhere with Sky for a second, not yeah. outside of this room, but just in a conversation. Cool, oh, I'll just I be here. Excited. That's fine. <laughs> She's like, where are we going? I also have something else I want to talk about. Um, but I, well, I want to know your experience for this because my experience... For when I found out about this was a little bit interesting. Um, in terms of having the conversation with a doctor and being like, you may not have kids, you know, like all of those things that they tell you, what did, where were you mentally when you had that conversation and where did it put you? Like About the children? Yeah. Well, yeah. how See, old were you, um, I guess? Uh, so I think it was when I moved back from Sydney. So it would have been sometime at the 
end of 2018, I think. So you would have been, what, 22? 22. Um, and I, like, started going to another doctor back on the Gold Coast and it was a female doctor and she, I was just, like, getting a script for my codeine, like, because you have to get a script for codeine, you can't just get it from mm-hmm. the chemist because it's pretty hectic. And um, she was, like, a female and was, like, pretty harsh about it and was just like you have endo and I was like yes yes I've been told blah 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 like I just need the pain medication and she was like well you really need to get it sorted out because um like it's it can cause like infertility 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 not infidelity that's (laughs) (laughs) okay um infertility um and I was like yes I've heard that before and she was like no like it's really serious like you should even think about having children now so that you can then start to get parts of your reproductive system taken out or have a full hysterectomy because um yeah like you don't want to be taking codeine every month and blah 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 and and I was like well I'm not really ready to start thinking about that kind of thing like it's and even now like it's I think that's why I've kind of pushed the whole looking into it more to the side because I'm just I don't know I'm out of sight out of mind yeah like I'll just I'll just take codeine every month and cop it on the chin and um and it's like it's has gotten better like this year as well like I haven't um dealt with it like at the pains and that kind of thing hasn't haven't been that bad but yeah the whole um kids thing is kind of a bit of a weird one to think about I mean like I have been in a relationship in the past where I thought I wanted to have kids pretty young and then that didn't end up working out and now that I'm like was single for a while and I'm just in a new relationship that's not even something that I'm thinking about in the next few years like I don't really want to have kids that young like I thought I did when I was when I was young even younger than I am now yeah um so I don't know I don't really know how to deal with it I mean it's like scary to think that maybe one day when I am ready to have kids and because I have left this situation for a period of time that it's going to be maybe harder for me to achieve that but um yeah, I'm just not really dealing with that right now. <laughs> but it's a weird thing to be told when you're so young to like it's not even on your mind and you're like being told by people like think about your career and whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like in your early 20s and they're like so And then you've got doctors telling you you got to no, have, kids. have some kids right Yeah, now. <laughs> like right now. Like it's Yeah. Yeah, I was much the same. I was when I was diagnosed and when I had the conversation, I was in a long-term relationship. And then within months, um, we split up. So I was in a position where you could have, I could have had kids. Yeah. And then we split up. And I... It was a similar situation then because, yeah. Yeah. And I would say that the harder part of that breakup wasn't losing him. It was... Losing that, like, safety net. Losing like, that, that... Like, security of gain, maybe, yeah. like having children with that person early on earlier yeah. yeah so it was more uh, more of a like we're at a point where I could possibly I do it, that it kind of puts a lot of pressure on you now dating as well because it's like do you want to have kids now and they're like are you going to be ready for that yeah. in the near future because it's something that you need to think about you don't want to be wasting time with someone that isn't that, ready for that but yeah. I think that's part of the reason that I'm so brutal with my dating, like I'm yeah. A yeah. one date if very, I'm not feeling. She's very it. picky. <laughs> yeah, because I don't have it's it's like a weird one because it's all it's 
partially I don't have time to waste and like I need to find someone who like I need to be in a relationship that's gonna go the distance and I want that but it's also like me an internal battle of me not being ready for that as well so I'm almost you're so very career driven so it's like you yeah you want to focus on those things that are important to you as well and like yeah having children is going to be important one day but it's when I'm 35 when you're not you don't want to focus on that right now like there are other things that are more important to you but like how are you going to feel like I guess that's just what I'm pushing to the side at the moment because yeah and that's it it's like I want to focus on my career and all that kind of stuff like I will say it time and time again like I am more than happy single but half of the reason I want a relationship is because I know I'm on a clock yeah and I was told when I well the first time I was told that I would probably have infertility issues I was 15 Hmm. like being told at 15 years old like you're gonna have to have kids soon and growing up with parents who are really young like I'm 23 in a couple of months and my mum turns 41 like she could quite easily be having a newborn right now, but she's got yeah. adults, like four adult children. Yeah. So growing up with that kind of family, it wasn't quite as daunting because it was like, yeah, okay, like it's clearly possible. And I was in a long-term relationship at 20, well, we broke up when I was 21. So like I was 21 and I was like, yeah, cool. We can have kids in the next two, three years, whatever. That's totally fine. But now it's like, you kind of want to have that, you know, stint of a relationship where it's just a honeymoon phase and a relationship before you have Some kids. Some people are together for like 10 years from yeah. the start of their My early 20s, which is kind of the road that I want to be on right now. I don't want to have yeah. kids until I'm like late 20s, early 30s. But see, like, okay, it's it's obviously different, but when I had all my brain stuff and all my, my cancer stuff go on, my one of the first questions I asked the doctor when I found out that it was cancer was will I give it to my children yeah because yeah. if I was gonna give it to my children I didn't want them to suffer the same and I wasn't gonna have children want to have them yeah yeah because I wouldn't want to put them through that is your stuff hereditary and have you considered what would happen if you then met, like force them into the same decision you're um, currently it's not I think polycystic ovaries can be but I don't think I think endometriosis is um random like my auntie has like my auntie on my dad's side has it and has had surgeries and mm. that kind of thing like I said before, like my mum has gone through the pains and my aunties have gone through the pains but never were diagnosed yeah. because they were just like, oh, we've got meaty, painful uter- uteruses. Yeah. So, um, I mean, my mum very well could have endometriosis but because just she not, had a kid yeah. young or whatever, like it hasn't affected her as much. Yeah. Um, but I don't know – well, I don't know anyway if there's any way to find out if it's – Yeah, well, same same deal. Like my mum has it. I have it. They've said chances are my sister has it. Yeah. But you can't – there's no way to tell. There's no way to know until you're like my, – well, my sister's 14 and the only reason they haven't done the testing is because it's so invasive. Yeah. Like I had already – For a 14-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I had already had sex, had like yeah. tampons, like so many things up my vagina by yeah. the time they put that – um, by the time scanning we did that, scanning beep, beep. thingy, your yep. ultrasound thing. By the time they put that in there, like it was, I was a lot older and a lot easier to come to terms with it. Like if I was fourteen and they were like, "We're gonna stick something up your vagina," I would have been like, mm, "Not nah, mission abort." And my sister is very like, she's not, she's precious. Like yep. she's very, 
she wouldn't react very well in that scenario. So that's why we haven't tested her. Yeah. To know whether she does, but they've pretty much like my doctor and my mum's doctor both suggested that she follow the same gluten free and all that kind of stuff. But she's also 14. Like it's hard to get, it's hard even at 21, 22 to start that kind of diet. Mm -hmm. And even now, like going out to eat is really hard for me. You guys know going out to eat with me yeah. is really hard because I always force you guys uh, into – We all are actually gluten-free whenever <laughs> we're with Emily. <laughs> whenever we go out because we always do the share thing mm-hmm. and we have to – you guys have been really good. Like I appreciate how good you guys have been in terms of like accommodating. Yeah, you yeah. Can work with it. Because like it sucks and we – like being a girl fucking sucks. And Welcome we, to the podcast. We want to support you, so obviously we're going to do that. Yeah, no, I know. And I appreciate that like a thousand times over. But as a young woman, like you can't find out until you're in your 20s and at that point it's too late. So I hadn't actually thought about whether I wouldn't have kids on account of that. Yeah. And yeah. to be like completely honest, yeah, it's shit. Yeah, it's like not fun, but – like, it's not worth not being alive. Yeah. Like, it's – I mean, you might disagree with me, Sky, but, like, what? it's not like our, our – what's the, t- what's the phrase for it? Like, when your, your life is – The quality of life? Quality of life. It's not like our quality of life is, is like – greatly diminished yeah, because of it. Like, yeah. No, like, it's, it's a pain in the ass to deal with, but – People get through it. People go through a lot worse things and still keep fighting and still yeah. And I guess the, be here. the bigger issue <laughs> it's is just at the end of the day, a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's a it's a pain in the and ass it's and frustrating, it's frustrating, and the lack of support and, and the lack of knowledge being done yeah, about it. Being yeah, recognized as well. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is like um, recognizing that it's actually a thing that females go through, and yeah, just want to be heard, I guess, and supported more throughout. And not get fired from jobs for having a sick day because yeah. of your period. Every because, month. Yeah. Because you can't get out of bed. Yeah. Or walk. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's happened to me before. <laughs> well, if we have any listeners that have similar similar experiences or even any more knowledge than we do or I do, I'd actually really like them to get in touch with me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't imagine having both. Yeah. Like, or even just you can seeing have both. and you can, ha- you can yeah. have both. Fuck. I can't imagine having both. Or no. even just uh, if anyone knows... Uh, ways to help us yeah yeah man. to take if anyone's gone through similar things or avenues to take that might or any like secret like else. mum tips that anyone has you know that doctors don't know of but it's the cheeky like little holistic, like side tips holistic tips like yeah naturopath yeah well tips. i'm supposed to do yoga every week how's yeah. that working out for well, you same um well, I, I did yoga for a while for a period of time but i've been on a six month bender so that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> But um, yeah, we should get back into. We should get together, back into. Well, actually, it's a stress yeah. thing. Once you, like you stress also your um your muscles yeah, as well, and yeah, you well you refine like my testosterone levels. If I keep lifting the way I do, I'm gonna end up looking like a dude. So you can't rugby. You can be my wifey. <laughs> I literally have people tell me all the time. They're like, "Are you?" I, well, Matt at work, and again, he listens to this, and he's hey, loves, he loves getting a shout out. Hey, shout Matt. Um, yeah, you you pumped that fist you, out the you window. Fist pumped out that window, man. Um, 
Yeah, he says to me all the time, he's like, I'm not convinced you don't have a penis. <laughs> it's only because he wants to find out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, he doesn't. We don't know. I've seen Steph's vagina. I haven't seen Emily's penis. When yet. did you see my <laughs> vagina? You literally pulled it out last week. Did I? <laughs> How drunk what? were you? What no, were we I doing? No, she was showing me something on her leg, but she didn't have underwear, so it was just Oh. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we were talking about laser hair removal, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Oh, we were pretty drunk last week, though. So we, yeah, yeah, we recorded a podcast. It wasn't like she was showing me her vagina. She was like showing me. Thank you for the clarification. I was on like, when her did vagina. I show like, I think you? she was showing me. Like, we were talking about laser hair removal because Steph had it, and I was spots, like, yeah. I was like, I didn't ask to see it, but she was like, it was just she there. was like, look at my vagina, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I will. But that that's like one of the good things about being a girl is like, I mean, we've peed in the same bathroom. I've walked in on her peeing. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. that's normal. I mean, I would show you my guys' vagina. Probably not right now. (laughs) It's a podcast. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. You want to see what a piercing looks like? I'll show you a piercing. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This got out of hand very quickly. Um, Hey, I'm so proud of her. Like, come on. (laughs) Steph gets drunk and shows people her vagina. Um, That's a big call. Anyway. That's uh, that's just about us done. Thank you for having me, guys. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, is it again? Are you going to release it? We're not going to release it, but we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so this is the second time we've had Sky on the show. Um, I'm so glad that we're now talking about it, like she's been here before. But basically, we all got together last week um, and wanted to do a we shouldn't be friends. And no, why? Why, why we Typically, be society would say that we should not be friends. Look, and we weren't we in are. a good place. Because we're all pretty different people yeah but i think we had a lot of um unresolved things that we didn't <laughs> speak about before we had like before we two got very drunk worth of three bottles worth of wine um and then it all kind of came out on the podcast and like a few people <laughs> emily got a bit, <laughs> got a bit uh butthurt but and hurt. it also wasn't the message that we were trying to yeah. send about our friendship so yeah it's yeah. probably that- not going to get released maybe like Parts of it as, Maybe as a parts joke as little bits and pieces. But I think <laughs> I think where it went downhill was the idea to be like, let's talk about why we didn't like each other. Why no, we're drunk. I think <laughs> where it went downhill was the three bottles of Pinot Noir. I think that's where it went downhill. <laughs> it was more supposed to be along the lines of like, okay, like why we didn't really like each other. Why we shouldn't like each other. And then of, why maybe yeah. like we're all pretty different. Like why we yeah. shouldn't t- like that these girls aren't really on like I'm probably not the kind of friends that we're all used to having hey man I go on benders it's fine yeah whether we have but the like same soul six month bender come on now <laughs> yeah, two years in Canada bro yeah. like <laughs> I saw lots uh, of snow all right <laughs> yeah pow pow <laughs> um but yeah and then and then it, and then we did have a little bit of a session at the end which that's maybe what I would want to get released is the part where we all told each other about how we loved yeah, each other we, and why yeah. we loved that was about that was about four was and a half like, minutes of the hour uh, and 15 minute podcast <laughs> where we all shut on each um, other so yeah it was meant to be that and then it, but it yeah it just turned into a bit of like we might re-record a therapy it session nice. I guess yeah. yeah and now we're back with a more serious topic Emily's less and, butthurt um, now and a lot less wine actually zero wine Zero wine? Zero wine tonight. Zero wine. Just Which is so good. Vanilla Coke and a few Tim Tams. And curry for dinner because oh, that, we, are, and we're that about I to made. 
<laughs> with M's ingredients. I'm just here for the, the time. The control right? in the kitchen. We okay. invited Sky over for dinner and to record a podcast and she cooked dinner. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm a control freak. I started cutting up a chicken. She told me to get the fuck out. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was more so she just told you how you were doing it wrong and then we're like, you know what? You got this, boo. You got like, you fucking got this. Got that this. is fine. I will cop that any day. <laughs> and this is why our friendship works. I'm bringing herbs and spices to your house next time I come. Sounds right. good. Or we can take that like crusty hard half cut <laughs> onion that was in the back of Emily's fridge. And some onion and garlic because you all need some fresh we, produce like, in the house. At this point, that onion could have been crushed to powder. Like, <laughs> could have crushed it up and put it in a spice jar. Could have snorted it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, it. Did you just say that or did I? <laughs> <laughs> well, like it says, no matter what Steph, you do. I'm rubbing off on you. Don't shelf it. <laughs> <laughs> or do. We won't judge you. <laughs> And then just tell us about it later. <laughs> tell us about your experience. <laughs> I can't be here anymore. Anyway, shall we cheese? Okay, so we're re-recording the end because it's super <laughs> shit. So if there was a weird cut there, ignore it. This is why it's happening. We just want to say we love you. Really, we do. And we said it really shitty last time. We was just kind of like, ugh. Oh, this is awkward. You're up to uh, double digits now. That's pretty exciting. Oh, up in episodes? Yeah, in episodes. We are too. last week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Now we're like, it. <laughs> this is 11. This is 11. This is a magic Z's. number. I'm pretty sure three is the magic number. There's a song about it. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, this is another shit ending. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on OK But Seriously. Follow Podcast. me. Follow at, uh, at Sky Schofield. I'm pretty Liddy on the gram. It's funny. <laughs> I make stupid decisions. Why did you just say the gram? Pretty Liddy on the gram? Yeah. On the line? On the gram. On the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Again with the um, the Shitty endings. All puns. right. <laughs> gram. Oh. Line. <laughs> Shit. You guys are noticing my... Uh, <laughs> my addictions more than I am. <laughs> That's why we're here, babe. Well, we love you and we'll see you next week. And see we'll you next week. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. My ho face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. Hey, but it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuck boy and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like, I've got the breakfast in 12 or then there's no... Because sometimes I put, like, an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh, my God.